Hello and welcome to the Van Foodster Podcast. I am your host, Richard Wallach, covering the food scene in and around the Vancouver area, across Canada and beyond. This is episode 131 of the Van Foodster podcast. In this week's episode, I feature Beast Ramen, recently opened in downtown Vancouver. I feature Spicy Six Indian Restaurant and some of their new dishes on Robson. I feature Salsa and Guacamole in Surrey. I talk about What a Food, Brazilian Eatery, recently opened on Denman. I feature Bingo Taco in the Riley Park neighborhood. And lastly, I talk about Italian dinners at Livia on the Drive. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Van Foodster, as well as visit VancouverFoodster.com for everything food in Vancouver and beyond. And let's get on with this week's episode. I recently had a chance to visit Beast Japanese Ramen. It's actually called Beast Roast Beef Ramen. You know, there's various different names for it because when you're looking for it in Google, it's actually really hard to find. And everybody says, I can't find it in Google. It's because of the way that the restaurant is named and how they've entered it into Google. So it doesn't exactly come up, but you will find them on Instagram at beast underscore Vancouver. And it's spelled B-E-E-S-T underscore Vancouver. And it's Beast Ramen, B-E-E-S-T Ramen. They're at 770 Butte Street. Uh, recently opened and they're all about mazement. So mazement is a type of ramen which is brothless. So you don't have the full soup experience that you would normally have in ramen. Uh, it's a it is a sauce, I guess. So they do they they make the noodles and it's then a little sauce. They've got a few different options there, and then uh, their thing is roast beef. So this is your kind of like what meat and potatoes would have been years ago. This is meat and noodles. Uh, there were no vegetables to be found anywhere. So if you want vegetables, eat them for lunch or eat them somewhere else because you are in for a, a noodling roast beef experience and it was very very good so i see why it's full of people every night now um the noodles were fantastic so i'll just tell you a little bit what we had so we we tried a couple of snacks we had the fried squish fried a squid kushi this was very good um really tasty we had a chive mochi it's like a mochi with a sort of a savory mochi fried mochi there we had that then when you go on to the noodle bowls, so you've got a few options of the different types of bowls you want. Most of them come with, if you go with beef bowls, um, you'll have 100 grams of noodles and three ounces roast beef comes with every bowl. Um, and then it also comes with a uh, free, a complimentary uh, side of beef broth that you just, you don't pour the broth over the noodle dish. You just sort of drink that separately. Um, so what we did is they have some options there. So you can add extra roast beef you can add extra noodles there's a different and there's a bunch of add-ons you can do as well so i had to show you bat show you beast and i added three ounces of roast beef and 100 grams of the extra noodles and green onion so that was a really tasty bowl um lawrence had the smoky miso beast he also added three ounces of roast beef and 100 grams of noodles he had added green onion and he added a poached egg. So there's various options that you can uh, do there. You can kind of go any which way you want. 
Uh, I had a um, yuzu mocktail, and he had a Ringo mocktail. Ringo is actually apple, and um, it was great. It just it went really well. They have now the the menu has full on highballs. They have beer. They've got lots of options on the on the drink side of things, and then on the food side of things, they actually have some more bowls. They actually even have a vegan bowl. But I think if you're going to this restaurant, forget the vegan idea. I think it's all about meat. First of all, it's meat. Like. This is their specialty, and this is what they do best. So go with especially just this is the place to go. If you're vegan, this is not for you. Um, go somewhere else. I hate to say it, but uh, this was done. It was done very well. I just said the thing is that I think they should add some vegetables because um, you always have to have your veggies with your meal, and there aren't any. So either they're suggesting you eat it somewhere else, or they're just doing, we don't want to do vegetables. I just think they need to add vegetables, but that's my opinion. And I just think, but also that the, the ramen is really good. Like this is, it was like al dente spaghetti. It was perfectly cooked and the sauce, it was sauced perfectly. You don't really need to add anything. Um, they have like garlic chips on the side and they have like um, various different uh vinegars and oils and stuff that you can add to your meal if you want to. I don't know why anyone would. I mean, just to me, it seemed like it was perfectly spiced. So check it out. Beast Ramen right off on Boot Street, right off of Robson Street. And then uh, Spicy Six Indian Cuisine. They're actually located around the corner from Beast. And it just happened that I was there the next night. Uh, Spicy Six has been around about six or seven years now. Um, they're, they've thankfully survived the pandemic because it was very difficult for them in the area they were in. During the pandemic, uh, we were upstairs on Robson Street, really downtown, was nobody was around. But they embraced uh, takeout and delivery, and they've done really well since. And they've just launched a bunch of new dishes on their menu. I had a chance to explore many of them, uh, plus trying uh, some of their other their dishes that have been around on the menu for a long time. So um, my friend Daniel joined me for this dinner, and we uh, tried our, tasted our way through the menu we tried first started off with a drink, which was really, really intense. Not quite what I thought it was going to be. It was a non-alcoholic drink. It was called Jaljir. Apparently, it is quite common in the Indian culture, but it's not the way it's done. So if you wanted something refreshing, which we thought, oh, it's refreshing. It's got made with ginger. That sounds good. Well, uh, it didn't hit our taste buds well. So both of us were not, ex not experienced with this, and... It was very intense drink. Um, interesting to try once. I don't think I'd order it again. Next time I would have the mango lassi. I think that's the way to go there. Uh, but on the food side of things, we tried lots of different dishes. So paneer pakora, that was actually one of the new ones onto their menu, and that was done very well. The fish pakora, we had something called dani, uh, dali puri. I think it was dali puri. And I actually have had that before. I didn't realize what it was actually called, but it was really tasty appetizer. Um, and then we have one of their newest dishes, the Hariali chicken tikka that comes as a sizzling dish to the table. It was very tasty with the fish tikka. It was very good. We had the sag gosh, and it was actually a lamb and spinach curry. We had their chili chicken. That's a new one to the menu. We had the navratan korma. That's actually a vegetable dish. It's a the korma curry with a mixed vegetable dish. That was very good. Also love their okra masala, and okra is very good for you. So this is one of the reasons you find okra on Indian restaurant menus, because okra, first of all, is actually very healthy. It's a very uh, good vegetable to have, and um, they tend to use it a lot in the Indian culture, so in Indian cuisine. So definitely that's one to order when you are dining in the restaurant. Another new dish for them is the paneer tikka masala. This was very good. This was actually one of our favorite dishes of the night. 
we could have kept eating it and eating it and eating it. It was very good. So that's definitely one you want to order. Uh, we also have the goat biryani. This is actually a new one for them. And it's a really great presentation. It, it comes in this really cool um, ceramic, I don't know, it's not a mug, but ceramic dish. Reminded of us, reminded of us of uh, I Dream of Genie. We thought the Genie was going to come out of the bottle, but it was very good. I think it's just perfectly flavored, really, really nice taste in that really, really delicious goat. And then we also had the saffron rice, also came in a, a cool container. And the saffron rice wasn't what I thought. I was thinking yellow, you know, I was thinking, I don't know why I was thinking that. yellow, but it's like turmeric, but it's not turmeric, it's saffron. It was, it was, it was really good. So definitely has a saffron rice with your meal. Uh, we tried a few different, different breads. Now, my favorites, of course, the misi roti. Uh, we also had the peshwari naan, which I love. And they actually do it a little bit differently there than I have had it in other places. So everybody sort of has their own spin on things. And we had their paracha. So it's always really good to have some of the breads go along with the different meals. So they're open uh, daily lunch and dinner. Um, and uh, you'll find this meal at dinner time, and they're about to re-add, I mean, bring it back, their uh, lunch buffet, they have Monday to Friday, it was very popular pre pre-pandemic, of course, they had to stop it during the pandemic, and it is just about to restart very, very soon, so watch for that at Spicy Six Restaurant on uh, on Robson Street, just on the second floor, they're up between uh, Thurlow and Butte. Salsa and guacamole, I first time uh visiting them it's out in surrey it was a wonderful visit i had heard about them from several of my friends and um they've been around a little bit more than a year now and serving up uh, traditional mexican cuisine out in surrey and just uh i just had a wonderful chat with the owner i learned her backstory of how she ended up opening her restaurant and of course you know the pandemic plays a lot into a lot of the restaurants that are opening right now or the restaurants that have opened kind of in the latter half of the pandemic, all stem from stories of how people, um, you know, handled the pandemic and, and what came into their lives back then. You know, many people had different careers and, you know, and people like in this case, um, uh, Paula, who owns the restaurant, uh, is a pilot. This is an incredible story. A pilot, she's an accountant. And just in the, in the pandemic, she was cooking a lot and cooking a lot at home. And then the neighbor is like, oh, I smell that. Like, what is that? What are you making? And then she said, oh, this is what I'm making. And then somehow the, her guacamole and her salsa became this huge hit in the neighborhood. And she was making it and selling it to all these neighbors. And they were coming by. And she just thought, wow, I got to stop this. This is getting crazy now. We've got, like, all these customers coming by our house. And we're making our salsa and guac in the garage. What a story, first of all. And then... uh you know, fast track to now, a year, you know, a year ago, she says, I'm opening my restaurant. So she opened an actual restaurant, not having any experience in restaurant, restaurants in the past, and has done a phenomenal job. And of course, she has her customers still coming for the guac and her salsa, and so much more. So they're a full on restaurant, they're on the lower level of this, uh, of this building out in uh, Surrey. And uh, basically off of um, 72, I think it was off of 72. Uh, and it was uh, just really good. So you'll definitely look look for them up, like wherever you are, hit that Google directions and it will take you right there. Parking is tricky. So like really kind of like you might end up parking a block away and then walking over. I had the Mexican horchata. So it was a very tasty beverage. I was driving that day. So uh, ended up having their horchata. 
Now, they actually uh, specialize in tequila flights. So this is something to know if maybe you want to get your friend to drive you and then you can enjoy one of your own te tequila flights. Her husband has made these really cool tequila boards, tequila flight boards, done very well there. They have lots of different options of types of tequila. First of all, the whole wall behind the bar is all tequilas. And that is quite something to see. And you'll find all these tequila flights and full-on margaritas, like lots of different kinds of margaritas there as well. So anyway, I didn't go that route that day. I had the Mexican Cuna Horchata, very tasty. I also had the birria tacos, the quesadilla. So it was like three tacos, beef, and um, perfectly cooked. Has a consomme on the side and a little of their own hot sauce. It was really, really tasty. I also had the red enchiladas with chicken, also done very well. Very traditional with the melted cheese on top. And you've got the Rojas sauce. It was uh, very tasty as well. And then I got a chance to try some of their guacamole and chips. Fairly hard, though, when I'm by myself. I can't, especially at lunchtime, I can't eat as much as I can actually eat during dinner time. But anyway, got a chance to taste that. And then their churros. And they're in their churros. They're known for their churros. Uh, you have a choice of uh, Dolce de Leche filling. And so... Their churros are actually quite large, they're quite thick, and they fill them. So you have a choice of Dolce de Leche or Nutella chocolate. So, you know, there are people who love Nutella chocolate, there are people who love Dolce. So I'm on the Dolce side of things. I love Dolce. I don't love Nutella. I like it. It's fine. I just don't love it. I like prefer uh, Dolce. And it comes with some ice cream, so you can definitely choose whichever one you want to have. And go and enjoy. So they've done a great job. So kudos to them. They've survived. They've got, they're busy. They're busy at lunchtime. They're busy at dinner time. At dinner time, they have a wait usually. So you go in, you put your name down, and you just sort of hang out in the neighborhood, and then they call you in for dinner. So uh, go and enjoy salsa and guacamole. I had a chance to check out a little spot on uh, Demon that just opened up. It's called What a Food. It's a Brazilian restaurant. Now, they have a location out in New Westminster I had not been to before. Uh, my Brazilian friends sort of told me what to have, although uh, when I walked in to have the sugarcane juice, they were out of it. So not too pleasing to find out that they're, they're out of the main drink that they actually have, but uh, they didn't have it. And so I just, just picked up one dessert. It's called Chokihana. And it's actually made of, it's a brigadeiro. Now, brigadeiro is known for in Brazilian culture of a sweet, like a sweet chocolate dessert. Um, in this case, it's actually a brigadeiro with a strawberry inside. So that was really cool. Very, very tasty. And uh, just gave me kind of a taste of what they have on offer. From what I, I saw on offer, they have this thing called pastel. It's kind of like a sandwich, sort of. But it's actually like a, maybe not a sandwich, like a hand pie. And it's got fillings, all sorts of different savory fillings available and that's fried up uh they're known for their churros as well or brazilian churros i did not have that this time around but uh, they are known for that they're at 835 denman street go check it out in the west end uh there you know it's nice to see a brazilian restaurant around and i'm sure they're going to do very well in that neighborhood there's a lot of esl students around there and i'm sure they'll keep them very busy uh, bingo taco here's another spot on main street they've actually been around for a while Ownership just changed. So I, I knew the group that we actually had it before. It was part of Alphabet City, which was next door. And they were Alphabet City serving up burgers. Bingo Taco was serving up tacos. And I don't know. I just never went before. But uh, when I heard it change ownership, and I know who the owner is, I thought, you know what? Let's give it a try now. And I think, and I was so happy I did. So Bingo Taco is just this cool vibe. Great spot to hang out. Go in whenever you want. They've got this happy hour thing going on all day Sunday. 
happy hour in the afternoon. So you've got like a dollar off tacos. You've got some drink specials. Just a great spot to go and chill in the in the in the Riley Park neighborhood, and uh, that's what I did. So I did that, and I tried a couple tacos. I had the Beria beef taco, which was very tasty as well. They also had a, a very very tasty consomme on the side. Also had the veggie beans and cheese taco. Um, that was actually done with a halloumi cheese. You don't usually see that in a Mexican restaurant, but they had a halloumi cheese going with their veggie beans taco. So uh, just a great spot. Um, so now that Alphabet City thing doesn't really exist, so it's kind of there because the sign's up, but the room shares itself. But I think it's mostly bingo taco. They have a couple burgers in the menu. I think the only reason they have the burgers on the menu is because of the Alphabet City, so the like, people coming there. That used to come before but anyway great great spot and then my favorite spot one of my favorite spots on commercial drive is livia i've been going there since they first opened and i just love everything that they do it just it's like a such a homey kind of community spot you know you can go and have coffees and bread in the morning you can go back and have sandwiches for lunch you can go back and have pasta for dinner but you can only do the dinners thursday i believe it's thursday to sunday night they do these dinners, and um, there's a different, every week is a different menu. They'll have various pastas available, all made in-house from scratch. And this is what I love to see. They make all this pasta in-house from scratch. They make, like, everything in-house from scratch, but just, like, everything is so good. So I just had a um, an appetizer. It was called Cacio de Pepe Puff. So when you have Cacio de Pepe, it's usually a pasta dish, but they did it in a different way, and they made these little puffs. And um, very, very tasty for a uh, um, appy. And then for the pasta, I had this, um, it's called troletti, I believe it was called. And it was um, kind of like these small shaped uh, pasta noodles. And they had done this up and it came with in a pesto sauce. And the pesto sauce was really good. And it's from one of the local farms, this basil pesto. And then it came with a half ball of burrata on top. So really creamy, really good. Um, definitely enjoyed that. And then for dessert, they had this moringa con, I think it says Joshua, I can't pronounce it really, but it's meringue uh, with pistachio gelato, a ganache, chocolate ganache over top, and some Okanagan cherries. Yum, yum, yum. Great finish to an incredible meal. So Livia is located at 1399 Commercial Drive in Vancouver. And it's a, a great, great spot to go. So that wraps it up for this week's episode. Thank you for listening to this week's show. Tune into the next episode next week to hear more interviews with chef and cookbook authors as well as other features. Please tell your friends about this podcast and have them subscribe to the Van Foodster Podcast and Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, and Amazon Music to hear my weekly show covering the food scene in and outside of Vancouver.